Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gambling and Rambling. I am joined by Corey Mello, Nick D'Angelo, and our new, well, he'll be a, a permanent guest on, on the show, and that's Alex Kellison. Uh, so today we're going to be going in to the spread picks game by game. Um, and uh, Corey, we'll start off with you. We have the Jets opened up at 11 and a half against the Colts. This is Thursday night football against the Colts. And uh, I mean, you're the Colts fan here, so go for it. Yes. So um, Jets versus Colts over under is 45 and a half. Jets two and five against spread Colts five and three uh, Colts four and one in the last five. Um, uh, I think this is a, another game where the Colts have to win. Um, and I think they'll do that handily the jets i did call the jets last week beating uh covering the Bengals. You did, I, didn't you did. they, I didn't think they'd win but you know they did come out with a huge win for them i mean their season's already in the dumpster so right now mike white <laughs> yeah i'm afraid to bet against the the mike white magic no I like it, baby. yeah uh, so i don't know so nobody's what, got what? game film on this guy like he could just come out with every every plays a hat trick. You just never know. <laughs> no, I, regardless, he I know his you know his jersey and whatever end up in Canton, Ohio already after one game because the amount of completions he uh, completed. Imagine, but Matt, that's ridiculous. Magic Mike. Yeah, no, I I'm giving the Colts at home. It's down to ten and a half now. Um, I think this is a blow up spot. I think Jonathan Taylor probably touches the ball twenty five times in this game, and they just smash him. So. Colts minus 10 and a half, lock it up. All righty. Uh, Alex, we'll go to you next. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Corey here. Uh, we've, we've got some tape on Mike White now. I don't think you uh, you strike white lightning in a bottle twice here. <laughs> I'm taking Colts minus 10 and a half. I, I think that um, Jonathan Taylor is going to have himself a game, probably two touchdowns here. Nick? I mean, I think the Colts are going to win, but – Ten and a half points, uh, taking the Jets with points. Okay. There's a lot of points in the NFL. Yeah. I, it, is, it is a lot, but, like, we did see what Mike White looked like against, what was it, the Patriots when he got thrown in there, and he looked real bad. I, I think he – yeah, I mean, he just had a really good game against the Bengals, um, but I'm, I'm going to take the Colts here at minus ten and a half. Um, one thing though, uh, Quentin Nelson is questionable for the game. Um, so that might affect the, their rushing totals, um, and their pass protection, but they, they were, they were without him for the, like the last three weeks. Um, so hopefully that doesn't affect them too much, but I, mean, I, I, I think this will definitely be a big Jonathan Taylor game. It's just the jets have the weakest run defense and the, we'll get that into that more in our DFS show, but, uh, uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor should eat here. He should get all the work and, uh, yeah, probably score at least one touchdown, if not multiple. So, yeah, I'm taking the Colts here, uh, minus 10 and a half. Uh, I don't think it'll be that entertaining of a game, though. Lose <laughs> fast. Yeah, Thursday night football, just another just, just terrible, terrible football game. But – the next game, first game on the early, the early game on Sunday, we have Raiders versus the Giants. Uh, the line has stayed the same, opened at Raiders minus three. Um, Giants are at home. Uh, we'll start off with Nick. 
What do you like here? Way too much going on this week in Las Vegas. Huge distraction. Very sad situation. Um, but I actually like the Giants. Uh, got the chance to watch a full Giants game last week. Kind of like Danny Dimes. I don't know. Something about him. He's got a little magic in him. Going Giants. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex. Yeah, I, I like Danny Dimes too. I, uh, you know, this this is a tough one. You've got you've got some stuff obviously going on in Vegas that's very sad, as Nick said. And um, uh, Giants also came out with thirteen positive COVID tests today, including Saquon, which is not great. Obviously, I think um, Saquon Saquon did just test negative again, though. Did he? Did they retest yeah, them? They did okay. a retest, and because he was vaccinated, as long as you have a negative, te- like I, I think, as long as he's healthy enough with his ankle, he should play. Right, right. Saquon's yeah. still Saquon, though. Like, a, is he that big of a game changer right now? No running know? back is a game changer, Nick. We know this. There's Derek no, Henry. not even oh. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. What what did the line change in that in that Rams Titans game? Uh, did how much did the line change with Derrick Henry being out? You know the percentage of offense he was for the, the what the what did the line change in that Vegas or in that Rams Tennessee so when, game? Did the line open before the news came out? I yeah I believe well don't I'm, think so. I, 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 he got yeah he got hurt but didn't he finish no, well i did too? see some people get an early line of six and a half so it went six from is six what and a half to at. seven yeah. and a half which i guess is through one key number but he was worth one point of line movement just as of right now yeah, uh, okay. we'll, we'll get to that game yeah later. we'll get to that game yeah. i'm just I saying running backs never matter so saquon missing or not missing won't, doesn't affect the line yeah uh i was thinking for this game i don't, I don't know i was I was kind of torn. Um, I don't think the Raiders are that good. Uh, I think they've, you know, they've kind of played a little cupcake of a schedule so far. Uh, they're four and three against the spread. Giants four and four against the spread. Uh, I'm going to be with Nick. Give me the Giants at home, home dogs plus three. Um, I also kind of like the over here at 46. Um, I know the Giants actually had a pretty good defense last week against Mahomes, but I don't think the Raiders have that good of a defense. And um, I think there's, there's going to be points scored, even with the uh, the COVID news and the injuries to the Giants. I still think find a way to get over 46. Well, this is one of the probably the few games where everyone's going to be in agreement. I, I like the Giants, too, plus three at home. Uh, I think they could just flat out win this game. The Raiders are – we've already touched on, like, there's so much going on with Gruden being – out and now this rugs thing like that, and they're on the road. It's just going to be like a – I could just see them just coming out real flat in this game. Um, so, yeah, keep it simple, Giants plus three. Uh, next game we have the Falcons at my Saints. <laughs> Got Winston in the back here, RIP. Yeah. That was so sad, so, so sad. I yeah. could have cried. Um, down the drain. Can, cry? can we get a confirmation on camera? I, I did not cry, but I I was very very upset. But at the same time, the Saints won that game, so I was very happy. A lot of mixed emotions on Sunday. Um, so we we have yeah it, the line has now already moved to Saints minus six, so money's been coming in on the Saints. Um, I'm gonna I, I believe it might be down to five and a half again. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm taking the saints minus five and a half. Uh, 
you know, Sean Payton, usually you can't really win coach of the year when you already had a good team the previous year um, that had a winning record. But this year, what, what with what he could do with this team and uh, Jameis being out and playing with Trevor Simeon, like he could be coach of the year. Like who knows? And I mean, he's a genius. I think that he's going to come up with, I don't know. We don't know who's starting it. It could be Taysom. Um, regardless of the Simeon or Taysom, the Saints are winning this by a touchdown or more. Okay. Um, Who do you think is going to be the most impactful player for the Saints offense now that Winston's gone? Uh, the most impactful. And Thomas I mean, it, it's too. more of the. It's more. I mean, it's the coaching. Our defense is like the is is what really is going to win us a lot of games. I know, so, but I'm I'm talking about the offense. So, what's going to be the catalyst? Who's going to move that ball for your offense now that well, you know your starting uh, quarterbacks out? Well, uh, Kamara is obviously our, our <laughs> oh, big part running of our back offense. <laughs> Number two, okay. when Tate when yep. Taysom Hill comes back, he's going to run the ball a ton. Like we we Taysom Hill, like Peyton has won tons of games without Drew Brees. Like Teddy Bridgewater won like five in a row. Taysom had like one or one loss and like four wins. It it doesn't matter. He, it's John. No Payton. question, he's a great coach. Uh, not not quite to the Bel- Belichick level, but he's he's getting there. He's He's solid. He could be the best. I think he's the best coach in the league, but Saints fans are just delusional. Yeah, because I was delusional in in my best pick of the week last week, taking money line against the Bucks, and we beat him with Trevor Simeon. Just remember that. You did. Trevor Simeon, Marquez Callaway, and Traquan Smith beat Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. The Saints, I know. the Saints have Brady's number, whatever it is. Yeah, it's Peyton, I think it's Peyton, probably. I mean, yeah. I think he just knows for whatever reason, and no other team seems to be able to copy them. But the Saints have his number for sure. He doesn't want to now see we get the to play the Falcons. Playoffs. Yeah, well, um, who are you taking, Corey? I'm taking Falcons plus six. Of course, you are. I am. I, I, I don't think if Trevor Simeon is playing football. For the Saints on Sunday. When has Trevor Simeon had an offensive line as good as the Saints? It it doesn't matter how good his offense. I mean, it that does matter. That does play it into a factor. But we saw a whole, you know. What if Taysom Hill they announced him starting? Who would you take? I mean, I'd more I'd lean more Saints, but if Trevor Simeon is taking snaps, I'm taking Falcons plus six okay. uh, on the road. All right. I think the Falcons are going in the right direction here too. Kyle Pitts has been just absolutely eating. Did you see uh, what happened against the Panthers? Well, Ridley Ridley's out. That's big for them. Ridley's out, so that's big for sure. Uh, I think they just keep feeding Pitts though. I mean, Matt Ryan is clearly establishing a relationship with that, and Corderell has kept it up. You know, the early <laughs> winner of the fantasy season, Corderell Batterson has has been able to keep production going. So. I agree with Corey here with Trevor Simeon, I think starting um, we were talking about this earlier. They probably have a expanded package for Taysom, but I think Simeon gets a nod and um, you know, against, against that guy, I'll take some points for sure. Nick. I like the under just cause I think there's no <laughs> great playmakers that can make a difference. I mean, if running backs don't matter, the saints have nobody and, yeah, Ridley's out. Kyle Pitts is pretty good, but like, is he going to put up 20 points himself? Probably not. And uh, I don't know. I like the under. Probably could go either way. 
So running backs also matter more when they catch passes and are treated like a receiver. So I will say that when you're Derrick Henry and all you do, I mean, yes, he's the best North South runner, but a, a player that just that's all he does. They're worth less than a player like a McCaffrey or a Kamara that can line up at receiver. Hmm. All right. Well, I think we spent enough time with <laughs> rambling on about how good his paints are without so so now, now we got the bills at jaguars the line opened at minus 14 and now it's already up to 14 and a half through that key number uh we'll start up with alex yeah so i mean if you guys listened last week nick's number one rule i'm, I'm all for it we don't bet against the bills all right yeah, i don't go. think they am at number one I don't think they lay another stinker of a half of football like they did against the Dolphins. Um, and they ended up still covering that game. Yeah. Uh, this is this is clearly a don't overthink it game. Give me Bills 14, minus 14 and a half. I second that. No other analysis needed here. It's all on like mammoths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm taking Bills as well. 14 and a half. Uh, Jags 2 and 5 against spread. Bills 14 and 1. Like Alex said, they covered. In the second half of that game, they turned it on. They came out a little flat, and I don't expect that to happen again. And Urban Meyer just doesn't have a coach in the NFL. He's he's horrendous. Yeah, I'm I'm another Fans game. I'm glad when we can be in agreement. And <laughs> the Bills minus 14 and a half, you know, it's nice if you get the 14. But yeah, this this Jaguars team, like Urban Meyer, just yeah, it's probably his only year in the NFL because he just can't get like he couldn't beat Geno's. He couldn't even keep it close with Geno Smith yeah. in that. Ter- yeah. like this, I mean, I thought he could at least keep that game close. That was horrendous what we saw. So yeah, I mean the Bills. I mean Diggs could just boy. We'll, we'll talk about Diggs and DFS, but whoo, he's gonna have a game. Yeah, he's gonna That's have a, a great game. stack right there. Good. Yeah, the, the, all the Bills are just gonna have great games. I think. Don't want to spend too much longer on that one. That's that's just going to be a complete yeah. blowout. Um, next game we have the the Brownies at the Bengals. Game of the oh, week, Nick. baby. <laughs> the line, I think, I don't know. So I guess the line hasn't moved. Opened at two no. and a half. I I thought I saw three at one point, but it's maybe bounced I'm... around. But it's back down to two and a half. Okay, so so it's at Bengals minus two and a half at home. Uh, Nick. Who's explain why the Browns are the play? <laughs> Trying to uh, channel my inner Buddha here. My head's in a <laughs> blunder. I I don't know what's going on with the Browns. Um, they're they're being the old Browns again, and I'm upset. And I thought this would never happen again in my life. You know, did you um, know? You know, there's a phrase that that the man named Juju Smith Schuster made up about the Browns, right? Yeah, how's karma treating Juju Smith Schuster right now? I mean, Browns. Listen, we we know that Odell's an avid listener of our show, so so here's a message for you, Odell. <laughs> Grow up, Peter Pan. Count Chocula. Lock it up. Be a man. You need to be a professional. Like, congratulations, you got one catch. Pull it together. Stop listening to your dad. Like. Uh, are you just going to quit and start a reality TV show with, with the Lonzo Ball's dad and, and your dad? Like, come on, pull <laughs> together, be a professional athlete. You're making $15 million a year. Suck it up for one game. Come on. 
I'd watch that. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be there. I, I do you know what I honestly think. I think because I'm I'm pretty sure that the Saints were reaching out for trade talks with Odell, and I and my theory is that like he wanted to get traded, and the Browns, the Saints probably wanted the Browns to take on some of the salary, and they refused. And now and now he's angry that you know they didn't trade him, and now that's why he's you know putting up a fuss and and. Yeah, I mean, Probably the, the drama that comes with Odell Beckham is is only worth it when he's putting up successful games, and he's got more drops than catches probably this year. When's Can't the last time he had a hundred yard crazy. game or a I, touchdown? I tell you, it's wow. not on the Browns. Maybe wow. once, like or with twice. the Giants. Like this I dude, I saw something today that said uh, Odell Beckham was a product of Eli Manning, and starting to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So are you, so are you taking brownies plus two and a half? I don't know, man. I, I don't even want to think about it. I'm, you have to make a pick, pick, Nick. You have to make a pick. I, I mean, I think the Bengals are going to bounce back after a bad Jets week. I think Burrow and Jamar Chase clearly have like uh, an actual team camaraderie going in that locker room and, and people are going to get behind that. So I just like the momentum of the Bengals right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corey? Uh, I'm going the the opposite. I'm taking Browns two and a half. I think we saw with the Bengals, you know, they have good, you know, stretches where they play well. Um, but the Bengals defense gave up way too many points to Mike White. I mean, that's unbelievable. I know Baker's not fully healthy and they have all this drama going on, but they're just going to, you know, revert back to what they know best is running the ball. And even Michael Carter for the Jets had a great game. I know he, he caught a lot of balls out of the backfield. I think he had 10 receptions or something crazy like that. Um, I think, you know, Chubb is full, maybe not fully back healthy with his hammy, but I mean, he's still one of the better running Close backs. In the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I saw something today that Jamar Chase said that him and Joe Burrow could be like a better uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's right about that. No, he's, he's not because that duo of A-Rod and uh, Adams, if they have been playing together for longer, They'd be up there with you know Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison for the most touchdown between a duo. They're yeah, insane. We'll see what Burrow and Chase do in their career. I, I mean, we will. I'm just saying, like, I don't think has there been ever... a game this year Chase hasn't got a touchdown? Did he catch one last week? Yeah, he did. Uh, so <laughs> trying to think. I, as I was saying, I'm like, Chase. Chase. Devonta Adams is an amazing player. He's you know. Coming into the year, everyone would say he's the best receiver in the NFL. He's one yeah. of the best. But like when you're speaking purely from just like a talent perspective, again, I'm we're gonna come back. Chase will look back and people will think, well, he was the best receiver then. He's been the best receiver since he started his career. He's like, how what is he 19 years old? No, he's definitely older than 19. He's 20 I mean, at least. At least, yeah. He Hang took on. that year off after pretty sure you can't be in the NFL if you're under 20. He played two and then took one off, right? He okay, he's okay, he's 21. Yeah, see. He went, but I know when he, when he was in college torching these corners when he was 19 and having that season. Then he took the year off and now he's back. Okay. Alex, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Uh, this is a tough one. I'm actually gonna be at this game. So um looking forward to that. But you know, both teams coming off of bad, bad losses. I don't know which was worse, to be honest. Um, I think the Bengals are the better team. I'm gonna take Bengals minus two and a half here. I just with the OBJ stuff and uh Baker not being fully healthy, I just I don't 
I don't see myself picking the Browns here in the in the near future. I'm actually for all the talk that I've hyped up, uh, uh, you know, the Bengals. I've been on the Bengals before the season started, saying that they could be a playoff team. I'm taking the Browns uh, <laughs> plus two and a half. I think this is just one of those games where it's just a defense. It's just a little bit of a mismatch for the Bengals. I think that the Browns, you know, because we know the Bengals offensive line is, is one of their weaker, weaker points. And I think that this will be one of the best, you know, defensive fronts that they've gone against. I think Garrett could have continue his defensive player of the year uh, run right here. And I, I just, this, to me, this is like a game where the Browns know if they lose this game, it's like their playoff hopes are almost gone. In my opinion, I yeah. think, I think that this is like a must must win for them. And I, I, that, that, I, I just think there's a do or die for them. So I'm going to go ahead and take the points. The Bengals, I could still see this coming as another Bengals win, but I just, I'm going to take the points of the two and a half with the Browns here. Hungry dogs so, run faster. Right? Uh, Moving on to the next game. What's that? Hungry dogs run faster. Yeah, there you go. I mean, then, are the then, Browns going to be able to put up more than 10 points this week? The Steelers defense is just not that good. And the Bengals defense, I think, is underrated. But honestly, point. what I, I think Odell honestly gave this team, gave Baker some issues. I think with the drama Odell brought, Baker maybe in the back of his head was always thinking like, do I need to get the ball to Adele? Is he going to be mad after the game? Like, I don't know. Like I could see just him being a little bit more focused without having to deal with Odell uh, this game. And then he's not dealing with him. Yeah. Odell's not, I don't think he's Odell was dismissed from practice. I doubt he plays this week. Not playing. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying he's not dealing with him. I mean, on the field. Yeah, maybe, but like, yeah, but, but I, he already said he's not, and he's just surprised by like, I don't think, I think this will actually end up helping him not, like if Odell plays, I'd honestly rather take the Bengals because I think that could just be a bunch of miscommunication and things being forced for no reason. So, you know, I, as long as Odell is not playing, I'm I'm on the Browns. <laughs> um, Good to hear. Okay. Next game we have uh, Patriots versus the Panthers uh, at Panthers. The line opened at Patriots minus three. It's now up to three and a half. Uh, Corey, we'll start with you. Um, yeah, you know, both teams, four and four against spread. Panthers are home pups, three and a half. Panthers are one and four in the last five. Um, Ding Panthers plus three and a half. I, I like the Panthers. Their offense is a lot better than the Patriots. Their Defense is not watched Mac Jones recently. I don't I like that statement makes me think that you haven't actually watched a page. You know, PJ Walker. PJ Walker is starting. He is starting. PJ Walker is starting and get this. All right. Even if Sam Darnold was no, no, no. They said something with this Darnold's concussion thing. Like, yeah, it's it's PJ. Even if even if Darnold plays, uh Belichick has beaten Darnold. He's three and zero against them. He's beaten him by 14, 33, and 34 points in those three matchups. He also had yes. Tom Brady in those games. True. So and and I don't think Mac Jones, all he now is, he has Mac Jones. He's a game. We only need we only need three and a half. We don't yeah. need 33. No, I, I know. And I'm I'm t- actually to be honest, I know PJ Walker 
he's a backup. He's actually a pretty good player who he doesn't get enough credit. I, I know, but like he, for the Colts, he, he was a, um, you know, during, I know his preseason, he looked very good preseason. Actually, Andrew Luck, you know, talked about how good he was and that his dad should bring him into the XFL and get him a, a you know, a job, which he did. And PJ Walker, again, I know it's not the NFL. It's not Bill Belichick. He's, he's not terrible. He's, he's well, no, I agree with he, that. he played well in the XFL. He was, wasn't he like their mid season since they didn't finish? I'm yeah, thinking. no, I, I agree. Yeah. I think I, we're back I think not like a huge yeah. downgrade, just like Baker to Case Keenan wasn't a huge downgrade. It's kind of and, similar. And if CMC plays this week, I think it will like very heavily, very heavily on, on this. I, I didn't know Darnold was potentially out. So, but still, I like Panthers plus three and a half. I think the Patriots are kind of on a hot streak right now. They, they've looked pretty good the past couple of weeks and, and I'm going to keep riding the Patriots train until then. I think it has something to do with their new coffee sponsor, Toro coffee for the go-getters, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're getting fresh coffee in the building and it seems to be working. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to actually take the, the Panthers here plus three and a half. I, I like I kind of with like I don't think PJ Walker is too much of a downgrade from Darnold. It is it is a downgrade, but I don't think by by much. And then with so then McCaffrey should should be back. He, he got activated, I believe, off of IR. How many quarters um, you get in a PB before he's what? out again? How many? I, mean, quarters I think I think because he he got set back. I, I think if he plays, like he's ready to go. I don't I don't yeah. think they're you know, mess with that. So like, if he's playing, he's going to be ready to go. Um, I just think the Panthers they're well, one, it's three and a half. If it was three, I, I just want to avoid this or take the Patriots, but the three and a half, I think then it just leans me slightly towards the Panthers. They have, they're, they got Gilmore, you know, their defense is, is the strongest part of their team. They actually have like a pretty decent defense, definitely above average. And I think it could be enough to just give Mac Jones some issues and uh, then keep it close. So I'm, I'm going to go with, with the Panthers plus three and a half. All right, boys. This is my uh, my first week on the show, obviously. This is my first lock of the week. This is we your got, lock. This is my lock. We got Pats minus three and a half. I jumped on it early and got it at three, but uh, I'm still fine with three and a half. I think the Patriots – I don't see the Panthers scoring more than – 10 points in this game and I, I think the Patriots are more than capable of putting up 17 um, also would lean towards the under uh, Panthers are six and two to unders in their last five um, I just the Panthers are not good they've got they've got two good players on offense one really good and um, you know I just think Belichick knows how to take away people's best options and yeah that he does do that well so that's the thing if McCaffrey plays then I think DJ Moore could have a big game yeah he started out the season the so well like he he really was emerging as like a top 15 wide receiver DJ Moore he still is yeah been a little quiet you know he's been a little quiet he's getting the volume though yeah I think he benefits way more when McCaffrey is played when McCaffrey's stat is when, you know, he, he hasn't had his, but, but with, if McCaffrey plays, look out for DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson finally delivering. (laughs) The backfield makes for a multi-dimensional offense, which is the reason why running backs are important. So 
it makes sense that DJ Moore does better when <laughs> he's a good running back. Who knew? He's tracked you twice now in this episode, PB, about having you have to comment on running backs. We'll get, that him. <laughs> we'll get him over from the dark side. Don't worry. Yeah. No, again, players like McCaffrey and Kamara matter slightly more. Not still not a whole lot, but they matter slightly more just because they can line up at receiver and are catch we, the ball. Are you are you talking in like fantasy or just like I'm talking about NFL? on in the NFL? Like obviously in, in fantasy, they're the running backs are like McCaffrey. They're amazing plays. They're like the most valuable. But in in real life, they're just they're worthless. Not worthless, <laughs> but they're 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 the least important position on the NFL, on an NFL team. I think. Okay. Well, I've never seen anyone just discredit themselves like that on a podcast. But <laughs> I'm not. You people can think what they want. Just look. Look at any. Look at any Super Bowl team and tell me when running backs have ever mattered. The Chiefs are in there with like Damian Williams, like all these on the 49ers when they had the best rushing offense in the league. It was like all these undrafted dudes. Like, come on, they don't. The position doesn't matter as long as you have a good O line. Throw any NFL you know, talent behind there and they're going to have a good game. All right. On to the Cowboys and Broncos. The spread is at seven. Well, I'm it opened at boys. seven. It's at nine and a half now, Nick. Whew. All right. Yeah. Nine and a half. I still, eh, yeah, I still like the Cowboys. Okay. Cedric Wilson is like their kind of emerging superstar playmaker, which I absolutely love. <laughs> Until Gallup <laughs> just takes his job right back. Yeah, but I think they're going to keep using him for some, like, trick plays just yeah, to keep little, everything yeah. off balance. I think McCarthy's creative like one. that. Yeah, the, the guy's like Picasso drawing up passing routes. So, I mean, <laughs> let's see what he got. Cedric Wilson, <laughs> kind of fun, uh, you know, sprinkled in there for midseason. But I like the Cowboys. That defense is good. Give them. Give me the points. Take them away. I don't know. Corey? Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Broncos four and four against spread. Cowboys only team undefeated against spread this year. Broncos actually one and four in the last five against spread. Teddy Teddy two gloves covers is uh, not not performing very well in Mile High City. So um, with that being said, he did last week. <laughs> I, I mean, he he did, but I I still don't I don't think the Broncos they have weapons. They just don't have you know enough time to get the ball to their weapons. Um, Gordon Sutton, great. Jerry Judy being back is great for them. I mean, I, I just think the Cowboys are just – they're on a roll right now. Um, so that's why I'm going to be taking Broncos plus nine and a half. <laughs> and I am that's take so Broncos. funny because, like, that's, like, my same logic. Like, yeah, yeah Cowboys really. are on a roll. Their line's inflated, and I'd just rather yeah. take the Broncos nine and a half. Like, I, I think this is a, a – this is, like, my favorite where you take a team – that has underperformed against the spread against a team that has overperformed against the spread. And the Cowboys are, like we said, they're undefeated against the spread. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't last a whole season. No, like, you, you, That's you why he's fading Bitcoin because, you know, it's only going up. So he's like, ah, it's going to cool off soon, right? <laughs> I don't know what kind of analogy that was, but <laughs> I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I just, this is purely just a numbers play. Like I think the Cowboys win this game. I yeah, think, but I just think it could be just a backdoor cover here. Yeah, I like the over at this as well. Forty nine and a half. I like the over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys have been rolling uh, offensively, top five probably team in the league. 
Uh, assuming Dak's playing, I'm going to take Cowboys minus nine and a half. Here's the thing. Like, Broncos defense is pretty beat up. Tons of injuries. They just got rid of Von Miller. They're, like, kind of selling the season away in a bit. I think that's going to discourage players. I just don't think that the they have the offense to keep up even nine points. So that's my final word. All right. Well, uh, moving on to the next game, we have Vikings at Ravens. Ravens coming off a bye. Uh, it opened at minus five and a half Ravens, and now it's up to minus six. We'll start with Nick this time. Yeah, you know, crab cakes and football, that's what Maryland does. Give me the Ravens. Uh, they're just one of those teams that's like always consistent. They don't make too many mistakes. They seem to always be there to capitalize on mistakes defensively. Um, you know, they're, they're always like hanging in games. I think the Vikings are just like middle of the road type of team. Probably give them a little bit of trouble. Just, how the, you know, how they're good at game planning. So I like the Ravens though. I'm with you there, Nick. I am smashing the Ravens minus six. Anything under a touchdown, I am doubling down on this. Um, Kirk Cousins is one in 10 against the spread against teams coming off a bye. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Every, uh, you know, every Kirk Cousins against the spread is a fun one to list off. Um, Primetime games, et cetera. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Ravens have had two weeks of just kind of being angry after that 24 point loss to the Bengals, um, they obviously love to run the ball and the Vikings run defense stinks out loud. I, I think this is a route. I think Ravens are going to kill them. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. Um, I got actually, I got them at minus five and a half. Remind me never to bet on Kirk cousins in a, in a primetime game. Again, I made the mistake. Never. I made Never. the mistake of, well, on the show, I took the Cowboys. And that's like when it was like Dak could have still played. And then, you know, he gets ruled out in Cooper Rush. Well, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings here. I don't think this is like a prime regression spot for Kirk Cousins. He's terrible against the spread on prime time. This is a great one to just boost his resume a little bit and regress to the mean. No, he just looked terrible. And, you know, I, I lost more money than I already lost on Sunday because this is my worst Sunday of the year so far. And, I'm okay uh, with it. Do we want to add that as the third commandment? Never. Yeah, never bet never. on Kurt never Cousins on, in prime time. He is atro- atrocious. All right. We Ridiculous got a third rule. He is. Cooper Rush, dude. Cooper Rush. That's all we got to remember. I, I was just watching that game in shock. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I, I love being able to bet against Kirk cousins. It's just, and, and I'm going to do it here. Ravens off the bye. Yeah. G- give me that. Corey. Um, you know what? I love the over at 49 and a half. And usually when there's points scored, that usually means that the game is kind of has a game script of it being close. Um, the Vikings look terrible. They were so bad. So bad. The like I, I'm confused on why they lost the key defensive player too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And I'm confused on why people are like, you know, I even thought the Vikings would smash, you know, Sunday night. Um, and we've learned that, you know, don't bet Kirk Cousins prime time. Bet Kirk Cousins during the day. Give me <laughs> oh, no. plus six. I don't think the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens offense is, you know, 
It's not terrible. It's not great. It's, it's middle of the pack. Tamar Jackson, you know, gets pressured. He runs, you know, he runs away and he does his thing. Um, I, I like the Vikings. I think this is going to be a very high scoring game. I don't think the Ravens have a great defense either. I think from years past, everyone's blinded by, you know, Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, and, you know, even years most recent, you know, with yeah, their, no, their defense isn't the greatest, but not that good. Their cousins and, take advantage of it. Probably not. I, I think they do. I think the Vikings cover and I, I think the Vikings win this game actually. If so. they do cover, it's going to be because I don't know, like he just, uh, I have no idea. I just don't see them covering at all. I don't know how they cover. Were you taking a money line? Uh, you know, maybe maybe some pizza money on the money line, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, next game we have Texans Dolphins open at Dolphins minus seven. A little bit of money coming on the Texans is down to six and a half. I'll go ahead and start off with this one. I'm just going to go ahead and take the Dolphins minus six and a half. This is probably one of my, it's not my lock of the week, but like, I like this one a lot. I think that the Dolphins have gone a little underrated. Yes, they've lost a lot of games, but I think Tua's actually looked like, I think he's looked pretty solid in my opinion. And, and he's still got weapons with Waddle, Gasecki. You know, uh, Devontae Parker is now healthy. They've Gaskin. got their defense. Yeah, Gaskin, but I mean, that doesn't matter. Does make a difference. No, he did. No, he doesn't. Three traps, you're out. Two will make a difference. And, and their defense, which is now coming back healthy, I think they make a difference. And even if Tyrod comes back, you know, I think they the line is already accounted for that. I think this line could have been closer to ten if if Davis Mills was in there. I have a question but, for the for the whole group. Do we think the Texans team right now could be one of the worst teams ever? I like I, I need to look up how many times a team has been shut out in a year because they they just you think they're really bad. They can't even score. They, did, like they will score twenty one points against the Rams. Yeah, back like. like it was yeah it was all backdoor like garbage time but i mean yeah shut out when they're actually playing like yeah yeah i get it can't score a point i'm gonna say i like the dolphins i think they can this could be like just a a game where the dolphins just kind of i i I like the dolphins coming into the season but you know they've had some injuries and and things of that yeah but i think they're they're better than people give them credit for in my opinion so i'm gonna go ahead and take the minus six and a half Corey, I mean, they're the worst team in the NFL. No, they're like, not. They're probably, tied, they're probably tied with the Chiefs against the spread. They're two. Five, oh, I was like, what are you? No, no, no. I, yeah, against the spread, that's fine. Five and one. Regression I, to the mean, Corey. I I understand. We we already talked about that with you know with the Cowboys, but I like Tyrod. I like Tyrod like Taylor. I think he's been given the short end of his stick his entire career. He's been a great quarterback everywhere he goes. He's led teams to playoffs wins. Um, and you know, you saw in the first game, they actually looked competitive when he was playing. So he got hurt. Um, I, I don't think the dolphins are good. They have a lot of issues, uh, in that front office that is obviously showing on the field. Brian Flores is obviously not a great head coach that everyone thought he'd be. Um, last year they, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. They were 10 and five. They missed it by or 10 to six, wherever they were. Uh, they missed it by a game. I just, I don't see, I don't see them they're not progressing anywhere. I, they haven't gotten better week by week. They just keep, they're losing games that 
they're, you know, they should be winning. And they, the games that they do win is against the Jaguars in – no, they didn't beat the Jaguars. They lost the Jaguars in London. Give me, give me, so, Texans. Give me Texans. You want Texans. So you're going to bet on Tyrod Taylor because of his impressive length of participation trophies. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I think he's a good quarterback. He, he showed – you know, in Buffalo, he was great. He got ran out. Cleveland, he was pretty good. You know, uh, there's a reason like he's a backup and he hasn't got years and years of experience. The Chargers got stabbed in his lungs with a, you know, that was unfortunate. Golf team, Herbert, golf yeah. team to the lung. Exactly. I and, and Texans are four and four against the spread. I'm I'm staying with the numbers here. Give me give me Texans plus the six and a half. Participation choker on the line. Corey, I'm with you there. I, I think Tyrod's um, better than he's given credit for. Um, yeah. This this Texans football team is is a weird one. Um, they're getting 55. They're a bad one. They're not they're, weird. They're, they're a bad one. Bad they're not worse than the Lions, though, to answer your question, Nick. There's no way they're worse <laughs> right. than the Lions. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we've got locks of the week going. I'm going to come on and have a Dust Bowl of the week, and this is for sure that game. And any Dust Bowl of the week, I'm probably going to take the points, uh, regardless of who it's going to be. If I can get points, even as gross as it is, um, I'm going to go Texans here. I like the strategy, but gross. So, who are you taking? Nick. I guess the I guess the Texans. I kind of like that. <laughs> we flipped them. Yeah, we flipped them so quick. <laughs> you like leaning Dolphins, then you go Texans. Well, yeah. I'm sorry you're on the losing side, Nick. Mm, okay, we'll see. see. You'll see. I got laughed out of the laughed out of the room last week. You're talking about the Bengals, and I I already regret yes. betting on the Texans. You will, as of you will have. I don't I'm feel searching. much better. better I honestly, Dolphins. I could see the Dolphins like, like I'm flopping around like beating a them bad like too. <laughs> I could see the Dolphins like, sh- like really beating them. Yeah, but we'll yeah. see. Um, next game we have Chargers at Eagles. Opened at minus three Chargers. Money's coming on the Eagles. It's now down to Chargers minus one and a half. What is this line? Dude, I, I, what I is this, this is line? Those, what this are you? That PB said that like teams are the team trends is just like inflated in the Chargers case. I think it's just deflated. Uh, call up Joe Biden. Let's get some deflationary efforts in here. Um, <laughs> give the Chargers minus three. It's it's minus one and a half. It's minus one and a half. Oh, I got the wrong sheet. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> opened at minus three. You're and looking then at the open. open. They open at my look at the spread now. Yeah, reading's tough, you know. Either I, way, I, give me chargers with whatever amount of points they're trying he to. He doesn't get. even know. He's just like, oh, I'll just take the chargers. I, I'm <laughs> that confident. The deflationary efforts against the chargers do not go unnoticed by me. I think Herbert's gonna bounce back. Here we go. Corey. Yeah, I'm I'm I was confused as well. Um, I mean, I know the Eagles put up a 40 stack last week, but on the Lions, and I know, I, I know it was on the Lions. That's why I'm so, I mean, Who cares? they are at home. I mean, so they're, they're still underdog pups, but at home, I, I don't think, to, you know, Jalen Hurts is not, not the option. I, I mean, he's, he's good at what he does, you know, extend plays, but I don't think he's a, he doesn't have enough time under his belt to be like a true quarterback right now. Um, Maybe, you know, in a year from now, he might be changing our tune about him. Uh, 
with that being said, Herbert is, you know, training up to be, I mean, he was talking about being an MVP of the year uh, like three weeks ago. And he, you know, they had a couple down games where they lost, but it's still the same team. I, and I like the chargers here, better weapons on offense. Give me the chargers minus one and a half. Alex. Yeah. I mean, this Vegas has to know something that we don't on this one. This makes no, like how are the chargers not favored by at least like six and a half, if not a touchdown, it makes Absolutely zero sense to me. And for that reason, and that reason alone, I have to go Eagles plus one and a half. I mean, yes. it's, the, it's my the exact only, thought process. It's the only reason I can like justify not taking the Chargers in this place. It's like I have a little, I have a little bit of reason. I don't think it's like some news that's gonna break and everyone's like, oh now that's why they're like I think it's just a really good matchup for the Eagles. And this is, yeah, again, this is like, this is that a couple weeks ago or however many, when the, when the Bengals were playing the Packers before the Bengals were on their big win streak. And I said, and it was like Packers minus three. And I said, and you guys were just like, that's a lock. Like, how is this line minus three? And you didn't I said, win that. It pushed. Yeah, pushed. Yeah. I said, I said, that's a complete avoid to me while you guys were like, erroneous. You said it was like your favorite bet of the week. This is a classic. You don't bet it. Like you don't put any money on it, but if you were forced to just make a pick, like in the show, I'm going to take the Eagles plus one and a half. The, the reason why I think the Eagles match up well is like we've been saying all year, the chargers are a run funnel defense. They give it up to the short middle field and they don't really give up like, you know, medium to long range, you know, passes. Well, Eagles don't do that anyway. That's not Hertz's game. He runs the ball a lot. He uses Goddard, who's going to be a big mismatch for the Chargers. They'll use Boston. They'll use this, what, three-headed backfield. That's how they're going to play against this Chargers team. And I think that's how they keep this one close, if not win it. Um, and then, then next week, if the Eagles like win this or cover this, everyone's going to be off the Chargers. Everyone's going to be – and then the Eagles will be inflated, and then I'll go right back to the Chargers. Hammer them. Yeah, that, that's that's my thought process on uh, on that game. Um, it, it's, it definitely is one of the trap games of the week. Uh, there's one other trap game as well. And yes, there is. And I will. It'll be the same situation. Um, so the the next game we're talking about is Packers versus Chiefs. Opened, of course, at, at it opened at Chiefs minus two and a half. And then, you know, all this COVID news broke. It's now up to minus seven and a half. Uh, with Jordan Love starting. We'll start with Corey on this one. Yeah, um, Packers 7-1 against spread, obviously with Rodgers. Chiefs 2-6 against the spread with Mahomes. Last uh, 19 games for the Chiefs, 3-15-1 against the spread. Uh, Chiefs don't like blowing teams out. They don't like covering games. Um, and, you know, with this news, obviously we saw, we saw what happened last week uh, with, you know, Aaron Rodgers was out in his top three receivers. That's um, a little bit different now that Aaron Rodgers is out. Uh, Jordan Love's going to be thrusted in. I I think I don't know. I want to take Packers plus money here, um, just with the way the Chiefs were playing. Uh, they've been struggling, but I don't know. It it's going to be hard to keep up with the Chiefs if if um, Jordan Love doesn't know how to play football yet. So. I'm going to take Chiefs here. I'm going to take minus seven. And I'm also going to minus take seven the, and a half is what it's seven and a half. Yeah. And I'm also going to take the over here. It's 47 and a half. All right. Uh, Nick. 
You know how I feel about the Chiefs. I think they're terribly overrated. We see it all year. They could barely beat the G-Men. We'll talk. Well, okay. Well, say your you say your thought on Mahomes. So when you talk to me about being discredited for just saying running backs don't matter, he's overrated. Like anytime. No, 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 he say he's dust. That's what you said. He's, yes, he's dust. Okay. Anytime he gets there, you go. lost all credibility. <laughs> he just chucks it deep. He's lucky as Tyree Kill. If he didn't have that guy, like he'd have a much different career narrative right now. Um, you saw it the whole time. He just like anytime he feels a little bit of pressure, chucked. Just tossing it deep, he connects on some of them. Sometimes he doesn't. Like that's just his game. People are figuring it out, um, and that defense is terrible. But all that being said, I think this is probably like a, a, a change of the tape because people have been beating up on the Chiefs for the whole season. Kansas City's up in arms because they're playing terribly, and they're gonna, you know, take this opportunity to beat a vulnerable Packers team. So. I like the Chiefs minus seven and a half. But. <laughs> you, you hated saying you can't just do that. You can't well, flip up like a fish. You know, sometimes your your personal, uh, you know, you can't let your personal mentality get in the way of a business decision, Corey. We're trying to make money. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you're giving reasons why the other team isn't good, and then you go with can, them. You know, I can think uh, I can think anything I want, but facts are facts. I think Jordan Love's not going to beat the Chiefs. Um, okay. you, they and, doesn't and, have to beat him. Can he cover play, seven and a half? He just has to cover, but still, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm. I, hopefully, we're all in agreement here, but I'm taking the Chiefs minus seven and a half. I said even before this Aaron Rodgers news, when it was, when it was a uh, minus one or minus two and a half chiefs, I was going to bet them then, even with Rodgers was playing. I just think this was going to be, I mean, we will, we'll never know because you know, it's not going to happen, but I think this is just going to be a big statement game from the chiefs showing, showing them that they are still a super bowl caliber, super bowl caliber team. And uh, I think they'll just end up showing it to Joe and Jordan love um and just by blowing that team out so i know they haven't been good at covering but i I, this packers team like we've seen what this packers team how bad they can be without rogers and and like it's 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 not pretty so it's hard for things without they don't have a good defense yeah their defense is better without jari alexander like figure that one out no it's not i don't know where you can come up with that but yeah i mean (laughs) I bet this game yesterday. So sick. I grabbed the Packers plus one and a half because oh. uh, before all the news <laughs> came out. So that's super sick. Um, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you guys. I think Jordan Love, I think it's, you know, first start in two years. Game speed is just going to be too much for him. I, I think we see like less than 150 yards passing out of him. And I think the Chiefs cover seven and a half easy. Hey, we might see Play Portals playing the boat. <laughs> the boat. Oh, keep keep that in mind. Oh, Mahomes going to steamroll this team. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, uh, next game. This is uh, this is the second one I was referring to. So we have Cardinals at 49ers opened at minus two and a half. Cardinals. It is down to minus one for Cardinals. Money, money coming in on the 49ers. Uh, Nick, what do you like here? Cardinals were the best team in football two weeks ago. I don't know why we're comparing them to the uh, 49ers now who can barely keep a game together. Um, 
yeah, it's a kind of a no-brainer for me. Cardinals all the way. <laughs> he just he that's just like the trap. Just and Nick just just falls right into it. <laughs> like the cheese. He just mm, is like just seems, uh, it's, it's the piece of candy meme from yeah. All right, trap. Yeah, one um, of us well, is gonna bite. Like everyone's like, oh, we got this. We're gonna stump it. I'm like, yeah, I'll go against you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna follow you right into the trap, Nick. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are like looking. You're like mice that just like see it, and you're just like, oh, I'm still gonna grab the cheese. I don't. I don't think the four. I mean, the four niners. Okay, if they get Kittle back, maybe I change my tune a little bit here. Um, they actually He's gonna play. He is playing. Who? I think so. Kittle. Kittle. Is he for sure playing? I think He's he'll be practicing back. all week. Oh, is he? Yeah. They, okay. Yeah. Well, all right, I'm going to back out of the trap. Um, <laughs> uh, me, well, K- Kittle, Kittle is worth how many line movement points? Yeah, I think it is because it, it helps Jimmy G out so much with the short passing game. Uh, Brandon, He's you done had, so much this year. Well, he's been hurt. So I mean, he hasn't really done much the entire season. But he, you've seen in the past with Jimmy G can be with Kittle. Uh, he's definitely a better passing quarterback. It's just a confidence thing. When you have one of the best tight ends in the league, Playing tight ends do matter, and yes. in the run game too. In yeah, yeah. blocking and yeah, yeah he's one of the best blocking tight ends. And and uh, Kyle Murray solo banged up on last week, and um, even against the, the Packers, like he didn't look like that great. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take 49ers um, here at plus one, and the over. I like the over here too, 45 and a half. I I Alex? love the over too, Corey. I love the over. Um, if I if I bet this game, it's going to be the over. But uh, in terms of making a pick here, I got to imagine the only reason I can see this line being being at minus one is that Kyler's ankle is yes, is worse that's than exactly what, what it is. Yeah, it's worse than what we think it is, and he's either going to be immobile or if he takes like a bad shot, they're going to pull him and not risk. A, or what I think could happen is he doesn't play. You think he might not play at all? I think he might not play at all. And we'll see Colt McCoy, in which case you're getting a steal with the plus one on the 49ers. They are um, – the Cardinals do have games in hand. And, I mean, I know they're still – they're, you know, chasing with the Rams for that. But they can almost afford to give up a game here. If exactly. That's what I mean, yeah, exactly. this is only Wednesday, but I've just been seeing some things that, you know, that I, I think that's why we can see we can see the line. Like, if he was ruled in today, I could see that line going to, like, Cardinals minus three. But right now they're a little unsure, so they can't – they can't let you get 49ers plus three right now. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, go. yeah, I'd, I'd take the over and, and I'm going to, I'm going to wait to bet this one. to for that exact reason, PB, um, I think if, you know, they rule Kyler good to go, this line kind of changes a little and I'll take the 49ers plus money with an injured Kyler. In this yeah. Spot. I, I would rather just take the plus one now. And then you have a really good number if they rule Kyler out because the 49ers would be favored if Kyler gets ruled out. So true, true. I'm just going to go ahead and, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take the 49ers. And honestly, even if Kyler does play banged up, I could see the 49ers in this divisional game um, winning this. So With their D-line too, man. Yeah. They're yeah. going to get after them. So next game we got, this is the Sunday night football game. We have the Titans at Rams that opened at Rams minus, what was it? You said six. six. Okay, and now it's up to Rams minus seven and a half. So uh, we'll open with Corey. I'm going to keep beating this drum 
uh, Rams are my NFC Super Bowl pick, um, and they just got better. Uh, Von Miller added to. The, I know he's not. He's not as he's not as good as he, what he was, you know, five years ago. But he's still Von Miller, and he's a great snap count relief guy who can come in, you know, third and five, come and rush the quarterback. Uh, Titans. We'll see how good Ryan Tannehill is without Derrick Henry. Uh, he's shown in the past that you know he's not a good quarterback without a good running game and play action. Uh, he was terrible in Miami. Um, you know that might have something to do with you know their head coach. Um, but you think? I, yeah, I mean the Rams. Are, Rams are so good. I'm give me Rams minus seven and a half. I think it's, it's a no brainer. Uh, they did you know they didn't cover last week against the Texans, but I mean when it's a 14 point spread, I mean, it's hard to cover that. So yeah, I think this I thought is they did cover, but what I thought they did cover. Oh no. The Texans backdoor cover them. Yeah, they did. What was the final score? They put up like 22 points. It was like 36, 22. Yeah, it was something like that. Lost by a half point. Yeah. Um, Oh, I, I had the text and I have to change our records from last week because I put myself in the law. <laughs> I, I'm pretty, don't quote me on, but I'm pretty sure they did not come. I'll, I'll look at it. And the Titans, Titans have a terrible defense. They didn't, they had no business winning that game last week against Colts. Um, so this is also kind of a homework pick. I need the Titans to lose for the Colts any chance to make the playoffs. So Rams won seven and a half. <laughs> on that, yeah, on that last game, dude, Carson Wentz is an absolute maniac. What, like, I don't know. What, what is he thinking? I agree. I mean, there's there's no reason that the Titans should have won that game. Um, and like you said, Von Miller doesn't have to be the Von Miller of five years ago or the Von Miller in the Super Bowl. Um, he, he's got, you know, Aaron Donald uh, on that line as well. Um, I think Rams covered no problem here um, without King Henry in the backfield. Yeah. You know, what does that equate for? 70 plus percent of the yeah. offense. Yeah, be so what happens there. when you build your offense around a, a damn running back? You lose it all when the most injury-prone position goes down. Surprise, surprise. Even, even the king himself can't. You Fair know. enough. He's been healthy his entire career. So. Doesn't matter. You don't inv- you don't invest so much of your team into a into a position that is the most injury-prone. And there's a few guys you do it for. There's a few guys I you do it for. I think there's zero guy. I think you never ever do that because of how how much your season can change when things go bad. Like we saw with Henry, you you pay the position too much, so it hurts the rest of your team. And then when they're down, you, this Titans team is not going to be good at all, in my opinion. So you're taking Rams? Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Rams minus seven and a half easily. I got the I got the Rams minus four and a half. It's the easiest money I'll make this week. I actually got it on a look ahead line. This was before Derrick Henry was ruled out. The look ahead line was Rams minus four and a half. And that was like the only look ahead line I bet. I was like, this line is completely off. And it it got up to six before the Henry news. And then it now is through seven and a half. So I'm just gonna keep my four and a half. Um, but I still like yeah. the seven and a half. Um, but yeah, Nick. Yeah, I like the Rams too. I, I think this one's pretty simple. Jalen Ramsey locks down AJ Brown. AJ Brown. They take and him then, out of the game, and what you have yeah. Adrian Peterson in his first like he's not going to do. What is he like forty years old? He's not doing anything yeah. against this Rams. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think Staff- Stafford on. On the Sean McVay offense is something special. I, I actually put a bet in this week for the Rams to win the Super Bowl because uh, what odds did you get? Like 
plus 800 or something? Uh, I'd have to look, but yeah, it was, it was favorable for sure. I still, right. I still need to bet my uh, Stafford MVP because I think he's going to, let me look. I was going to say, I want to check out the, I want to check out the odds on Stafford MVP parlayed with Ram Super Bowl. <laughs> because I bet you that could. seems like some good money. Yeah. But okay, while you guys are looking that up, plus six fifty. Six fifty. Uh, that's that's for to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's too. That's not a good number in my opinion. I think you need at least eight hundred or higher. Six fifty. Like, okay. What your odds? I think would be better if because once you're in the playoffs, you're you lose and you're done. Just take the money line of the Rams each week and take your winnings and roll it into the next week, and you'd get better odds than six fifty. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? Like you, yeah, whoever yeah. the rank, because the in the playoffs the lines are going to be close, so you're going to get almost even money. You win a hundred, then take that two hundred, roll it into the next game, and you go all the way through. You'd get better odds than six fifty. So you lose, but yeah. No, if you win the Super Bowl, you would win. Oh yeah. If you lose, you wouldn't have won that bet anyway. I see. Starting in the playoffs, you're saying. Yeah, you start in the playoffs when if you're one and done, you when you lose money you're out of for four weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah, you would just take your roll, roll your winnings into the next week, and you'd have a better payout. All right, I'll, we'll do that. I like that <laughs> idea. <laughs> gotta gotta think a little bit sometimes about these how Vegas tries to get you. Um, Not bears at ste- what? Not allowed in that city. <laughs> <laughs> Last game we have Bears at Steelers Monday Night Football. The line is not moved it's at Steelers minus six and a half at home Nick we know you love the Steelers so let's we'll let you open this up that was that was probably the most fun game I've ever seen Steelers Browns last week but like this game might be pretty similar Uh, I'm not sure it's going to go much different either and I'll take Alex's logic from before like if it's going to be a dust bowl take the points so As, as much as it pains me again to go against my uh, conscious here, going to have to go with the Steelers. Sorry, Wait, Hulu. what? You make no sense. You're like, when it's a dust bowl, take the points, and then you <laughs> lay the points on the Bears. Oh, and I thought the Steelers, Steelers are favored by six and a half at home. Oh, God. This throws everything off. <laughs> I don't really Do you know what you're, what are you talking about. <laughs> Nick, you're on a sports Reading betting show, man. Again. He's yeah. been he's been talking too long. His brain is oh just oh my god. Yeah. You're taking the Bears plus six. Uh, I don't I don't know that I want to do that. But, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah, said the yeah, Dust Bowl man. take the points. I know. All right. I I just I just don't like the Bears. They're they're just not good. <laughs> Sorry. I'm with you there. Is Matt yeah, Nagy out again? Is Matt Nagy's out again. I'm, I might be inclined to take the Bears here at the points. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's though. actually the best injury. Matt Nagy, that's, that's their best chance to win. I, I mean, the Bears were competitive in that game until, like, what, the third, end of third, fourth quarter? They no, the 49ers won by double digits. Let's get the yeah, Bears no, at the end. I want the yeah. Bears fan analysis on Justin Fields. I mean, the I Bears think... are – the last Go 10, on. the Bears are – Three and seven against the spread. So that's a that's a huge number bet against. I don't it's, know. It's it's not good. It's not good. I, so, I don't think Justin Fields is the problem. I really don't. I think that for your same logic about if Mahomes didn't have Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, he's not the same guy. I, I think the same. I'm not 
comparing the two, but I think the same logic applies to Justin Fields here. Um, he's got no offensive line. The run game's been good, but, um, you know, Darnell Mooney's our wide receiver one right now. Whatever happens. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't say that because Allen Robinson is – is the is a one of the best talented most talented agree. receivers in the league. I agree. And Justin completely. Fields has managed to make him irrelevant. I, so. I I agree completely, but I I don't. I mean, as of right now, Darnell Mooney's wide receiver one. Like, how could I, like that's not good. It's not good. That's what I'm saying though. That, but he like, has Allen Robinson. He just he just that's bad if you can't connect with a player like that. Yeah, I mean, if if they even. I hate watching the Bears in primetime too because it's just like <laughs> they just lay an egg every single time. And if it's not against like Aaron Rodgers, it's like this just the worst game of all time and they still lay an egg. Um, I don't like either side here. Neither. Uh, <laughs> this one's going to be ugly. This is a gun to your head game. This is a gun to your head game. This is another dust bowl. I'm going to take the points, going to yeah. stick with my logic and, and go Bears plus six and a half. Corey, PB, juice that line. Juice the line. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You were saying something dumb about the juice last week. <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. Uh, I mean, you're, you're you're doing a, a gambling show and you don't know what juice means. That's, you gotta, you gotta that's only discrediting yourself. I'm gonna move past Nick's uh, mush brain at this point in time. <laughs> uh, Man, this show needs to end. Gun, gun to my head. I'm I'm just gonna take the better team. Steelers minus six and a half. I don't like it. I'd rather bet the Bears, but the Bears just they're just I don't know what they are. They looked good last week and then they blew and they stopped playing the game. So I guess they Steelers stink, are not minus six and a half. They stink. As much like this is I'm not touching this game betting wise, but one, I don't think either team is good. So I'm just going to go ahead and take the points with the Bears. I don't think the Steelers are good at all. I've, no. I I was super low. I was very high on them last year, but then they like took a bomb to their offensive line and the Bears actually have like a good enough, I think, defensive. I don't know. Is Khalil Mack going to be back? I think he's playing, yeah. Okay, so that helps them even more. I just think this could just be – God, these, these, these Monday – some of these Thursday and Monday night Is games. Boswell playing – because he got absolutely rocked last so week. Bad, dude. And so their bad. backup kicker is really bad. They, no, that was going to sign someone. Yeah, they I was say, that, yeah. that was their the, punter. Oh, the thing is, the over under is 40. And I almost like, I'm inclined. Give I, me the I, under. No, no. The thing is, that's why I'm inclined to take the over because the, you know, they've accounted for that, like both of these terrible teams playing and people are wanting to take the under. So they've already juiced it for that. So I'd rather. Honestly, I like taking the over in this game more than either side. Um, just because I could see both teams being so bad, I could just see like some pick sixes, just some blown, you know, defense, and and it just going over. You know, it doesn't need much to go over over forty. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I score looks like Nick, like, looks like Nick couldn't handle his his, 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 <laughs> nah, his brain. His, his brain is too much. Is overloaded. Just. Okay, so that that's that's about it for uh, this show. Hopefully, you found some winners in there, and then uh, we'll be back tomorrow for the DFS show where we give out our best DFS plays, position by position. But thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.
Peace. Peace.